0: John Stanko of ICGLS.com being joined by James Carey of the a basketball program. James, how you doing? Doing good. So how have the past couple months for you been? School is quickly approaching for you guys. Uh, you guys are getting back on campus soon, the whole team is. So how you been handling yourself?
1: Uh, pretty good. I've just been trying to, you know, work out when I can and keep myself busy, you know, during these tough times. But uh, yeah, just been trying to make the most of it. What
0: have you been doing kind of maybe hobby-wise or interest-wise? Been reading any books? Been taking classes? Have you been keeping yourself busy when you're not thinking about basketball?
1: Yeah, uh, I've been taking some summer classes, just like the rest of the guys on the team. Uh, So I've been busy with that, you know, just trying to keep up with my schoolwork. Uh, And Coach Cool actually recommended me um, a few books. I've been reading those in my free time. I mean, I have extra free time now that, you know, things aren't really opened up. So uh, I've had more time to do things other than just work out but uh yeah
0: what, uh, what books did coach cool recommend to you uh
1: there's one called legacy by james kerr uh about an australian sports team uh it's kind of about sustaining like success over like an extended period of time within an organization so it was an interesting book i liked it a lot I think you
0: can draw a few comparisons to what Coach Kluce did during his time at Iona, too, with a long uh, extended uh, success. Yeah, for sure. So, kind of obviously, have a passion for the game of basketball, passion for sports in general. So, I want to ask you, how did you first get into basketball? How did you first get into it as, like, a competitive game that you fell in love with?
1: Yeah, so, my father played uh, all through college, and uh, he was always a big basketball fan himself. So, Pretty much when I could walk, he put a ball in my hands and uh, it just went on from there. And he kind of coached me all through. By, uh, you know, growing up, he coached me all through that. So he's been a big influence for me in that regard. And uh, he kind of helped me uh, move me in the direction of falling in love with the game. So, Do you remember the first time you beat your dad one-on-one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he probably took it easy on me a few times when I was, you know, maybe like second, third grade. I don't know how hard he was going, but we played now. I think I'd, I'd take him pretty easily.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure that might, you might just pop in. <laughs> so obviously with the NBA restarting too, you can at least watch a little bit of basketball. And I kind of want to ask you how you would compare your game to an NBA player, past or present? Who do you relate to
1: uh, so someone I've always tried to model my game after is Manu Ginobili. Uh, I might be a little biased because I grew up a Spurs fan, so I was always watching him, But uh, and I'm a lefty too, so that made me want to kind of be like him, but I've always just liked the way he's uh, fit his role no matter what it is. You know, He always comes off the bench, and he always has a fire under him. Uh, he's just a true competitor. You know, He scores the ball, but he's also – a really good passer, he gets everyone involved, he plays really good defense and he's just an all-around player. Uh and he makes the game fun, you know. He's really good with ball fakes and creating angles to make flashy passes and flashy plays and so the, game, the way he plays the game is fun and he plays it hard and he plays it the right way. So that's someone I've always tried to model my game after and incorporate sure. aspects of his game into mine.
0: Yeah, he's also a very selfless player. I don't think he ever looked for the spotlight, but when the moment called, he had some big shots and some big championship moments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So kind of want to along those lines, Mono Ginobili Ginobili does a lot of these things, a lot of the small things in basketball, like the things that go kind of unsung. So I want to kind of ask you, what are the smaller components of basketball that maybe the average fan doesn't see, but that you do having played the game that you appreciate, whether it be when you're on the court when you're on the your bench, what are those small moments that, that stick out to you most?
1: Yeah. um, Like when I play basketball, like one of the things I love most about it is uh, it's almost like an escape from reality. You're just so locked into the game all the time. Uh, nothing else really matters when you're playing. It's just 10 guys on the floor going after it. And uh, so something I always try to do that might not show up on the stat sheet is just get on the floor for loose balls, you know, just uh, always – Go hundred percent every possession, um, always try to lift up my teammates. You know, then if someone makes a mistake, you know, we all make mistakes, you know, lift them up next play, get everyone going. Uh, I just try to be a good leader on and off the floor and, you know, do every, all the little things I can to win that might not show up in the stat sheet. Yeah.
0: You get all those hustle points, those hustle, those hustle tally marks that the coaches make on the sideline, you, uh, you tally those up there in the game. Yeah sure you mentioned playing the sport of basketball is a bit of an escape i'm sure watching it is a bit as well so do you have a favorite memory of watching basketball whether it be you as a fan at an event or whether it be even a game you're watching with your friends like an nba playoff game do you have a moment watching basketball play out most in your mind
1: yeah i have i have two so uh, me and my dad uh when i was growing up we used to go to march madness every year and uh Last year was a lot. well, last year the March Madness was canceled. So when I was a senior in high school, uh, UVA was playing Purdue in the Elite Eight, and uh, we were at that game. It was in Louisville, Kentucky, and um, Carson Edwards had forty points. He had ten threes, and then UVA hit a buzzer at the end of regulation. It was, they, they missed a free throw intentionally. Went back to half court. And uh, I think it was Key Clark, he threw a pass from half court to Diakite. he hit a floater uh, at the buzzer, sent it to OT, and UVA won the game. Uh, my dad usually doesn't react to any of the games when we're watching them. He's usually like stone cold, silent. That was the one time he jumped out of his seat and was like, oh, my God. And I thought that was awesome, you know, just like the emotions brought out of the whole arena. It was such a crazy game. Uh, that was probably the, my favorite game I've been to. And then being a Spurs fan when they won the finals in 2014, that was also a favorite moment for me. So, Yeah. I mean, speaking
0: in that, that, Spurs 2014. I remember watching that with all my college friends and that was just unbelievable. That entire series was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So obviously uh, you're coming to Iona and there's a big change at Iona this year, new head coach Rick Pitino. So I kind of want to ask you your first contact with Rick Pitino and how maybe him becoming the head coach at Iona college, uh, In fact, did you want to come to Iona and play basketball with the Gales?
1: Yeah. um, So one morning I just woke up and got a call and he said, uh, you know, he had an extra spot on the roster. So if I was looking forward uh, or if I was, you know, if I wanted to, um, I, you know, I could join the roster. And I mean, that was a no brainer for me. I mean, given his resume, uh, it was kind of surreal to get a phone call from him and, uh, you know, just one of the greatest basketball minds ever. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to that, you know, just uh, being coachable and just learning as much as I can from him. Uh, You know, I, I, you know, I feel like I've been playing basketball forever, but you know, I've also had a limited experience in some ways, not have learning from someone of his his stature uh, up to this point. So, just being able to like learn as much as I can from him and uh, just enjoying every moment I can with him. That's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, Yeah. I mean, you're going to soak in a lot of knowledge from him for
0: sure. And practice is going to be starting sooner than you'd expect. It's going to be practicing sooner than soon. And all fans are hoping for that. So I kind of want to ask, what are your expectations for that first practice when everyone's in the gym, all your teammates are huddled up at center court? What do you think that first practice is going to be
1: like? Yeah. I mean, It's going to be exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be really high intensity. Um, you know, everyone's going to be competing. I mean, a lot of us probably have, most of us, I don't think have been on the court for a while now, just because we have had to quarantine and stuff like that. But, um, I think everyone's going to be really excited to get back on the floor. And I think, uh, everyone's going to be excited to learn how each other, one another play, uh, You know, most of us haven't played together, so I think it's going to be a good learning experience. Uh, It's going to be fun, you know. Like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be demanding. And, I mean, that's only how you get better. So it's going to be – but that's fun. That's what you love about the game is working hard with your teammates just going through that grind and then uh, seeing the results pay off in the end. So, it's going to be – I mean, it's going to be something to look forward to for sure. Coach Patino and his coaching staff or PhD,
0: being passionate, being hungry, and being driven. And those are three words that maybe have a similar kind of cohesiveness, but they also have three very distinct definitions. So I kind of want to – those words mean to you personally. And so first I'll ask you, what does being passionate mean to you?
1: Uh, yeah, being passionate about the game to me is just, you know, loving the game, loving what you do. Um, not everyone gets the opportunity to play at the college level, especially Division One level four. You know, a coach like Rick Pitino and a program like Iona that's been so dominant in the MAC for so long. Um, so being passionate about the game is just embracing every moment of it and just uh, loving all the little things of it, and, you know. And being hungry means you. Yeah, uh, to me, being hungry about the game is... Just not being complacent or ever, you know, being satisfied. You know, you'll have a lot of good wins, a lot of good games, but it's got always got to be the next play, next game. You can't get too caught up in your head. Um, you got to always be hungry and never be complacent. You know, and that's how you sustain success over an extended period of time. Is just keeping the same energy and same intensity all the time um, and never, you know, getting your head too big about one moment.
0: Yeah. That same energy driving, uh, diving after every single loose ball you possibly can. And what does being driven mean to you?
1: Uh, that's just being like self-motivated, you know, um, coaches can only do so much for you. They can, you know, give you pointers here and there and advice, but, uh, at the end of the day, you have to have your own work ethic and drive and, um, so getting up shots after practice, when even if the coaches don't tell you to, or before practice, just little things like that to keep yourself sharp and just keep improving. Um, that's having drive, just being motivated all the time. You know, even if you don't want to work out one day, or you know, if you're not feeling it one day, you just gotta push through and uh, keep getting better all the time. And that's what having drive is.